Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of HR Nightmares. This has been a pretty like exciting week uh, for the HR Nightmares team. I'm Lisa, Amy, Beth. We got the OGs here. And we have hit 40. We now have listeners in 48 states and 36 countries. Wow. That's Is that crazy? Amazing. I got to brush up on my global HR skills. Though. I am like loving this. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so we'll put out some stats on which episodes are doing the best. But like it's really fun to be able to deep dive into um, our production company, Signal Fire, gave us access to some of the stats behind the scenes. And yeah, I mean, awesome. we've got some high flying episodes out there on social media. If you don't follow HR Nightmares, please do that on YouTube. Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, leave us a five star review. We got a bunch of new five star reviews, which I love. Um, and we're going to get a bunch of five-star reviews out of this episode because this episode is going to be cray. We're going to be fighting over the microphone. This episode is all about employees from hell. Dun-dun-dun. I think we've got a few that we can remember. A few. <laughs> how many Try years? thousand. Okay, how many years Thousands. have you been in HR? Oh, my Lord. Um, let's just round it to mm, 20. 20. How about you? I 20. I mean, well... I guess not in HR the whole time, but people management. Yeah. So, 20 yeah, years. 20. Okay. And I'm at 18. So yeah. between all of us, we've got <laughs> half of a century of HR experience. I want to do what you do. I want to be in HR. I like people. <laughs> <laughs> we all just laugh simultaneously. And we said, give it three months and six days and two hours and you will not like people anymore. If you, <laughs> I always think Lisa always says like, well, do you like their problems? Yeah. That's mostly what we deal with. Their problems. Yeah. So. Do you like problems? Yeah. So there are great people and there are more good employees than bad employees, yes. but the bad employees are take real up all your bad. Time. They take up all your time. And it's just not fair to the people who like people and want to get into HR for the, all the good reasons, like culture and employee engagement. Um, recognition. Recognition, yeah. total rewards. All those are beautiful aspects of being an HR professional. Um, but the reality is if you're like an HR department of one or an HR manager in any kind of business being the side person for the CEO or the general manager, you're going to deal with a lot of employee relations problems. And there are employees from hell in every business. It doesn't matter how small the business is, how big, what kind of industry you're in the best industry with the best employee net promoter score. You have employees from hell. Um, yeah. So I think sometimes it's probably harder if you have someone and you're in a really small place because yeah. I mean, at least me and my old place, if there wasn't an employee from hell, at least there was like a thousand other employees around. Yeah. Right. And it kind of like, <laughs> oh, this is what now it's like. There's ten of us and two are terrible. Yeah. Andy always says like dilution is the solution to pollution, and that is so true, right? Yeah. Like at least in a bigger organization, you can kind of absorb a, the, the yeah. negativity. Yeah. Or, yeah. What is like when I say employees from hell, I know it comes to mind for me, but like when I say employees from hell, what comes to mind for each of you? For so, me, yeah, go ahead. You for go. me, it's people that are stuck in their old ways. They kind of cro cross their arms and say, that will never work. You know, very not positive about things, mm -hmm. new ideas or new initiatives, and they just kind of roll their eyes. I think people that also kind of bandwagon their negativity together with other people. Hmm. So you might have some pretty like, happy and contented people but then all of a sudden you've got one ringleader who is just disgruntled and then they gather right. everyone with them to have this you little posse a, a posse of negativity and i cannot that's one of my things i can't stand yeah i mean say? it's similar it's like yeah that we all have so many specific incidents right and i can remember very specific employees you know 
things that you can work through, like really big employee relations type issues. To me, the ones I think of when I think employees from hell are the ones that really like, there's not a lack of productivity in them. They're not necessarily a poor performer. They're just that, what you said, Beth, that kind of constant underlying negativity or they make every small thing into a really big thing or they tend to manipulate the words and it's like they're knocking on your door every week about a new issue. <laughs> but it's like they're very hard, though, to identify and coach out because you're not necessarily coaching them on – you'd be coaching them just because they're negative and you not fun to You can't dive around. Yeah, it's hard. So I think that recently as we talk a lot more of shifting into culture and – you know, just some of these like good fits, right? Those are terms that I think a decade ago were really not acceptable to say like not a good cultural fit because yeah. what did that mean? That would get tied to like what you look like or your gender, right? It would yeah. be misconstrued. But I think now as we talk so much about companies having really great strong culture and values, it is a little bit easier to align like a bad cultural fit yeah, um, and be able to talk about that. But those are the ones I, I think of, I mean, I think of one very specific one when I was a very young manager, and it was just like, he was one of the best performing salespeople. We had the, no, they weren't getting rid of him. Yeah. It, I mean, he had been there 20 really years pulling jerk. everybody else down. Yeah. So, finally we did, but. It's all about, yeah, I mean, employees from hell are destructive, they have destructive behavior. Mm -hmm. Right. And it could be destructive to appear destructive to their boss. They're undermining them, destructive to the broader team or the company. Um, and it's like, what is and, and trying to find those motivations are really hard and diagnosing those motivations and then addressing them, especially if they're a good performer. They're bringing in sales mm -hmm. like, hello, why would I want to cut that guy off? Um, isn't that sometimes called I think <sighs> you have a term for it. Isn't it called like the silent jerk? The brilliant jerk. The brilliant jerk. They're brilliant. They're doing a great job, and outwardly and externally, the clients usually love them, but internally, they're completely destructive, and they're passive-aggressive or aggressive-aggressive, and they're ruining relationships, and everyone hates to work around them, or if they like working around them, they like being in the middle of the drama and the turmoil, and that's not good. Um, so what do you do with a brilliant jerk? What, who are you thinking of, like, as a new manager? Well, I mean, this specific employee, like, crossed a line and kind of cooked his own, and luckily, I think I had coached him along the way so much and documented so many small things, even though he fought every single time that that happened. But because we finally got to a place where there was a little bit more serious of an issue that I actually wasn't even there that day that it happened. So um, it became more of an HR and then my boss kind of dealing with it because it was a bigger, bigger thing than me. But luckily, because we had all that small documentation, we could kind of say, so it's just a series of behavior over yeah. and over and over, and we just won't put up with it any longer. But, I mean, no joke, I think he had been with the organization for 20 years. Mm. Um, and he had been that way the whole time. I mean, every manager experienced him that way. I was no different. Um, yeah. But we had a lot of stories like that. I was thinking of a different kind of nightmare. And I wonder if you guys have ever had this one. I'm going to call it the frantic franny, where it's like the work is constant, right? Every week you do the same kind of thing, but they are, their heads are exploding because they're so overwhelmed. They're so busy. And they kind of ruin the whole vibe for everyone because everyone is busy. And yeah. I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, I think, is like, oh, I'm so busy. And yeah. the whole drama around that. It's like everyone's busy, but mm -hmm. be busy and productive 
And if it's going down, I, I just remember distinctly <laughs> working at this company where every month there was a big push to get things out the door at the end of the month. And this one person would just stir up her entire team. And they were literally frantic. Their heads were on fire just trying to get this stuff out. But it happened every month. Right. And you're like, this is probably part of the job. It was definitely in the job description. (laughs) You know, it's not like a surprise that we've got to do that. And it was it was constant and it would get everyone really rattled. And then it was hard to come off of that because, you know, you're just going through your day and just doing your work. And then they're just like frantic, slamming doors, running around, like literally running mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're running through the office. And you're like, OK, we didn't we don't need that. So that was hard to coach out of that, because I think that that sometimes the difficult employees, it's not what you were saying earlier, about right. cultural fit. Yeah, it's just kind of maybe their makeup. Maybe they're yeah. that way at their home. Right. Right. You know. But, oh. Yeah, it's, it, it becomes hard when you start, like, coaching kind of really true, like, intrinsic characteristics of, like, this is the way this person yeah. just shows up in the world. Right. Right? And that, that's a lot harder to define because then you start talking about personality, really. And it's mine about you, but we've worked with enough employment lawyers that it's a little hard to sit in yeah. a room and say, well, we just didn't like them. <laughs> But honestly, if you've got a frantic Franny and like you're not addressing that behavior and telling them that that behavior is being destructive or disruptive, like then you're probably not doing your job as a manager, right? And it perpetuates. And it perpetuates. And then it makes you frantic. It gives you anxiety yourself. And like the longer it goes on, it goes unaddressed. Then the harder it is to address it. Like bad behavior has to get addressed. Period. Yeah. Right. And like, even if it's, and it's like playing it back like a video to somebody, hey, you just had a meeting after the meeting. Like, I, I heard that you called so and so on the team to talk about what I said at the team meeting. Like, why didn't you bring it up there? Like, I don't appreciate that. Like, that's a, how do, how can I do anything better if you're going off and having another meeting to talk about me or the team? Like, the Those meetings like after meetings are awful. Like, yeah. that secretive, like underlying current is really destructive too for the manager, especially if you have a new manager in yeah. place because they think that they're being great communicators and they're really, you know, on top of it and they're doing everything right. But then people like sidebar. Yeah. And I think that that can be so disruptive, especially to someone's confidence if they're in a new management role. Yeah. Well, I think that, yeah, there's a lot of training involved when you have those employees from hell and maybe there's a manager that is new in that assignment, like you said, or they move into that role and they're inheriting this employee from hell. But we've, we've known that they're like this for a while. It, it takes a lot to make sure they have the tools to kind of manage through that. And I just think of all the ones that are like those employees that are like that gotcha. They always want to say, see if you say the wrong thing yep. or they can catch <laughs> they you in back, something. Like, mm, gotcha they sit that. back. They just wait for you to use the wrong word or to slip up. And I think that that's how companies lose a lot of good managers too. I yeah. think that sometimes we always say, you know, we talk about bad managers a lot too, but – A lot of times there's good managers out there that need training sometimes on how to handle that. But sometimes HR, the company, you know, we haven't done a lot to get those people out of our organization, those employees from hell. And then they just start over with a new manager and the coaching begins again. Now it's another year. And that's where it's like when we talk about these employees from hell, you just think of all the loss of efficiency and productivity and all the money we're spending of time an investment in the wrong people. And sometimes we just have to 
really get to that. You know, we can't quite put our finger on frantic Franny, but like here's here's the impact that it's having on the org. And we've got to get there sooner to manage those folks out. Here's an example of a gotcha person. So this person was recording um, conversations at work. Oh, right. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> which is legal in some states. So in North Carolina, it is legal to do that. As However, long as one party knows. Yeah. So they didn't tell somebody, and she, um, you know, got written up for that because it was really an. It was against what the policy handbook had said that they, you know you need to, to to be able to have those conversations need to be in public or something something to that effect. I can't remember exactly, but then she spent a lot of office time looking up law like labor law to get you, you know. And she yeah. tried to get the new manager that was her manager, and she said, you know, according to this statute and da 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 law book. And you're like, well, why did you just? Why? Why are yeah, you spending yeah. that much time to circle back just to prove that you're right? right, right. You know. Also, if you hate it here so bad, yeah, go leave. get another job. Exactly. Well, I had that happen. It was so frustrating. Um, I felt badly for the manager because she was pretty new. Yeah, and it was it was bad. Ugh. But I think sometimes I, I had that happen and it worked against the employee because that employee was did file suit against us. And she was recording combos. We kind of had a feeling that yeah. she was. So I, I think we knew. Not that – and at the time, I was the director. So, like, I wasn't going to say anything that wasn't appropriate anyway. So I was never worried. I'm like, go for it. You could have told me you were recording this. And I still would have been like, that's fine. Put your phone right on the table so you can hear better. But finally, like, I think their attorney, like, submitted it. And they didn't at first, like, with all of the other evidence. And they finally did. And it made her look bad. Not us. It made actually us look okay. a lot better because I handled it well. Um, yeah. I think nobody wants to be recorded without knowing. Not right. even for I mean, anything. It was legal in the it state is, that it is, that yeah. was so. happened. But um, so yeah. what about okay? So here's a like what I thought of employees from hell. I was like, oh, remember that time that I had to actually get a security system on my house because I thought this person was coming to get me. <laughs> So like the threatening um, the th like a like a physical you feel like physical threats on you as a manager or an HR person or like maybe yeah. a peer that's given somebody feedback at work or you caught them doing something like illegal or um, against company policy and so like I remember um, a sheriff came no as a detective came to my work one time and they told me that one of the employees that worked at this organization, um, was under investigation for um, stalking like 27 women and like 10 of them were at my company and I was on the list and I was like okay and this guy works here um, so now what are we going to do um, so not only did you kind of have to figure out how do I protect myself personally right. but now how do I protect all these other women that are in right, the company right. and what do I do with this dude because I don't want to work with him mm -hmm. I do not want to work with this guy but like he hadn't been convicted or he, he wasn't like formally charged. They right. were just investigating. So like the people who are, who we get in this situation, unfortunately a lot because we've let a lot of people, we've let hundreds or thousands of people go over the years, yeah. 50 years in HR collectively, like employees from hell, that is ultimate hell. When you feel like your physical safety is being threatened by somebody that you work with, like that sucks. I yeah, had that happen. In the workplace. I had I wasn't violent, but it was a it was really threatening and my office was relatively small and they were right in the doorway and I kind of felt trapped in the office. Yeah. I mean, and they were a bigger guy, you know, big and they were 
pretty pissed because they were being fired. And um, it, I was a little, to be honest, I was a little bit scared because he had seemed a little unhinged. Um, that's part of the yeah. play and we'll do a whole episode Exa- on termination um, yeah, <laughs> terminations violence in the workplace it was like, um, but that's probably the I would say VIWs was probably in the top probably three of like employee issues that I dealt with on it I mean just the sheer amount of employees and a lot of it I haven't it was dealt with that much but that in their once. own life outside of work that was yeah. kind of interfering in the workplace, but I had a couple of times I had one who we terminated him because he drew a picture of his manager burning in flames, burning in hell, right? I think that's what it said. It said hell, and then we'll it was like an episode on a picture of her burning in flames, but it was just a joke, and he threw it in the recycling bin at her desk, <laughs> <laughs> hoping maybe she wouldn't find it. So then, of course, we terminated oh, him. I didn't actually live in that state, but where I had a store, I had a, kind of an area, so I would go back and forth between where I lived and that location. Um, and I remember because of just, like, the way he reacted and all of the things, I had to change my whole schedule. I couldn't publish a branching – like, my employees, I had four locations, so they would know where I was every day in case they needed to get a hold of me. I had to change – that for almost a quarter. Did he get disciplined or did he get fired? He got terminated. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And based on his reaction, I mean, my, yeah. our regional team was like, yeah. no, you can't go there for 30 days. You can't go to that location. You know, we like a, all, yeah. That's how we react. We take it seriously. Whether I, I was like, I don't think that this is going to be a thing, but. I used um, to ask for like yeah. license plates and make a model of the cars when we onboarded people in case we ever had some crazy ass situation where I thought this person was going to come after me or come after another employee. Like I wanted them to know, okay, they're sitting in the back corner. Like what kind of car is that? Oh, that is Lisa's car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, I, I just, all those different stories, Lisa, are just running through my mind. Things that like, I blocked oh. out over the, I mean, that one I just told was like decade and a half ago. Yeah. Um, but they, just so they're they memorable. It's, it's, it's not pleasant. To How about the friends. employees that are like hammer time on the job? Those I <laughs> had, okay, when I was actually a manager. <laughs> I was like, they're doing a really time. good job? Like, what? No. Uh, like, they are. Like, super intoxicated. So not even hiding it well. When I was, okay, <laughs> one of my first, my very first management job, I managed, like, the junior, one of a ju- uh, one of the juniors. Like, I was a shoe manager, so it was BP shoes, juniors, right? So my team was pretty youthful for the most part, right? I had a lot of college kids, a lot of 22-year-olds, pretty good-looking guys, like, you know, really cute girls, like this great little fun team. They all used to go out together. They had a lot of fun, and they would come in the next day. And half of them, I swear, I'm like, you're still drunk. I had one girl literally fall backwards (laughs) off a fitting stool when she was servicing a customer. I'm like, okay, so you need to go home. dizzy and needed... Uh, hydration IV. I mean, whatever. I was only 24, 25 yeah. managing them yeah. too. So, but I mean, I was professional enough to not fall backwards off a fitting <laughs> stool. So I was like, okay, time to go home. Oh, but yeah, you got to it go. It is funny when you think, I guess I'm not a good determinant determine there of if people are high at work. But one time this person, I was like, Wow, he's so smiley. he's so smiley today, and he just keeps staring at me. <laughs> like, he just really so like my outfit. He seems so happy. Do you ever here. figure it out? Yeah. Then I was like, I asked somebody. I said, "Is this person? You know, it seems like something's wrong with them." Yeah. And then they were in fact high, and they had to go home. Oh, for the yeah. most part, I'm like, like okay, how, well, we need to 
address something. I take right. it very seriously. Again, when I was a 25-year-old manager, I more was like, can you like, just oh my go God. home and sleep this off and yeah. come back for your shift tomorrow? Well, Thank yeah. you. But, you know, Protecting once I, like, your moved company, into an yeah. HR role, it what was if, a little different. I don't, what I don't have a ton, like, about that. So mm-hmm. I remember one time, one thing is coming to mind. So um, there's a couple that are just bad news, but like the one really comes to mind. So we had this contractor working for us. It was like an engineering contractor and she was okay. She kind of like stayed under the radar. Well, one day somebody came to my office and was like, you got to go to the back of the facility and look at this woman in her cubicle. And I was like, all right, I'll take a, I'll take a lap. So I go and I take a lap and sure enough, she's like passed out like this. (laughs) <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you can And see I was, uh, hello, uh, are you okay? Wake up. Da, 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 da. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is a medical emergency. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm like looking around. There's like airline bottles in her trash can at her oh. cubicle. Big problem, okay? So then it's like she comes to, I'm like trying to get in her face a little bit to like see do I smell anything or whatever. Just like, whoo reeks and you can't you're not supposed to be able to smell vodka right like that's the thing <laughs> you can i'm no expert I don't so know. anyway uh got a cab to take us to the medac where they tested her i can't believe this woman wasn't dead she was like way had a big problem anyway then that that's an even weirder situation because then you got to work with the contract agency right because she's their employee mm-hmm. not yours so you don't want to let her go. You want to let the contract agency let her go. Mm-hmm. And then also just trying to figure out, like, if she was our employee, you could sort of, you could try to help her, right? If she yeah, had a if problem. Yeah, she has a problem she's, she's, and she says it and I need help, she's covered under Even ADA, if she so. doesn't say she needs help, like, and you want to do the right thing and this right. person is so messed up that they're, like, blacking out at work at their, in, like, broad yeah. daylight in cubicles. Yeah, she has a problem. She got a problem. Um, and so you couldn't even help her because she wasn't even your employee. But it is interesting. It, like, especially in big facilities, like, I think about some of these warehouse and trucking facilities, like, there used to be all kinds of in the plants where we were, there were um, opportunities, let's say, to create nests, right? Where like people could right. hide yes. in desolate or abandoned areas of and do the, whatever they wanted uh, of to the do. campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. everything from what do we call it? Wordle? Wordle? <laughs> Doing Wordle with Susan Barbie? Wordle. <laughs> I wasn't here for that one. Yeah. We I used was like, the word Wordle. wordle. Like that little game? Yes. Having interpersonal relations mm-hmm. to drugs, to drinking, to reading newspapers, to actually doing Wordle. Um, but like employees that are hiding and stealing time are for sure employees from hell. Those are like easier to deal with because it's like, it's so blatant. You, you're on the clock. What yeah. the hell are you doing? Well, um, here's, here's something similar. It didn't happen to me, but a good friend of mine is an HR director at a company. Hopefully I can say this story. Um, she... <laughs> had that same thing with these cameras, right? And she, there was a really nice person and they drove a truck and they would come back and unload their truck at the facility and then go on with their day. And there was a rumor that their truck really smelled like poo. Oh! <laughs> so she was trying to investigate it. And so sure enough, she looked at the footage because they were always being filmed. And he would, after his shift, he would take his pants down and poop in the back of the truck and close it up. <laughs> hold on it's the truth what <laughs> hold on like in the cab <laughs> or like the bed in, it was a, it was a, 
pull down truck. So they would like oh. roll up oh, the back. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And we would do it. And then sure enough, she witnessed it. And she was like, what on <laughs> she earth? She saw him doing she never it saw in that. on the video. <sighs> so talk about a conversation that you're like, um, excuse me, Jerry. I'd like to talk to you for a minute <laughs> <laughs> about pooping in the truck. Did he so like, he didn't have a, pro- I mean, like what he kind of was, problem would you, you know have? He, so it wow. wound out, he was really a disgruntled employee. Okay. And so that was his way at getting back yeah. at management. That'll yeah. definitely do do it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that didn't happen to me, but thank I'm, you for sharing. I yeah, hope that <laughs> people are watching this on YouTube so that you could see my face for the last three minutes. It's but people are strange. They do weird things at work, and that's our job is to help figure those, out. Now yeah. what do I do? Yeah. Now what do I do? Pooping in There's the truck. There's just no eloquent way to <laughs> say that. You just kind of have to put it out there. I wish you would use the bathroom. Yeah, um, but it turned out. And it was a big mystery for weeks. weeks. <laughs> They're like, something's really wrong with this truck. And sure enough, that was the problem. Oh, my God. Oh, so wow. he was a disgruntled employee. But mm. things like that probably happen. I mentioned stealing. Yeah. And we've, oh. had, we've had a client. And you, I mean, just shit. And I was tell, like, like, stealing. But, but, yeah. but straight out stealing. Actually, worked with a couple of companies over the years that, like, someone trusted to the owner was slowly siphoning money off the top mm-hmm. and the owner's oh got to figure out okay this is my cousin my brother my friend that I trusted for the last 10 years or whatever do I press charges against this person do I deal with them obviously I'm going to fire them how do I get my money back they probably already spent it so like it's like a multifaceted but like a thief that's an employee from hell yeah <laughs> I mean I okay there were so many. There were so many. But I'll tell you, the one that always I remember the most, I mean, it's always disappointing when it happens. It was always disappointing if it was a leader even more so, right? Yeah. And I had some that I'm like, gosh, I've worked with that individual for years. Um, but but I had that one I had situation enough. where the gentleman, he, was, he hadn't been with us like a super long time. And I, you know, in the role I was in, I didn't sit in the room. You know, we had a team that did the investigation part, and I would kind of, when it was time to make a decision, when it was time to have a conversation, that's when, like, I entered the room. But I remember one time our, our investigations team, it was two men at the time, and they were interviewing a male. And, like, they came out of the room. They're like, we don't know how to – we don't know what to do. We don't know what to react. I'm like, what's happening in this room, right? He was so just, like, nervous, and he was just, like, profusely sweating. It's like they had a light on him, the whole – you know, which he didn't. It's like – it's. I mean, he probably stole a pair of shoes. Like, this is, yeah, you're going to get prosecuted. It's not great. It's not a great situation. But, like, <laughs> shoplifting is you're illegal. Not, you know, like, this, you're not going to the electric chair. Yes, yes. And so he was sweating. <laughs> so, Bruce, he started taking his clothes off. Oh. Like, he just started, like, unbuttoning, you know, suit jacket came off, like, unbuttoning the shirt. Then he was, by the time I went in the room to be like, what is happening? Do you need support? Like, if you're uncomfortable, if employees are uncomfortable, they say, I do not want to participate in this anymore. We, we do. We say, okay. Like, it's not going to change the scenario. Then we're going to make a decision based on the information you've given us. And if you won't give us any information anymore, we're going to do you, what we have to do. You're suspended pending gonna, investigation. Like, force somebody to sit in that room and, like, 
have a heart attack. You right. know, like that's not what we what we ever would do. Right. Um, but yeah, he was sweating. By the time I went in, he was like tank top. He was like laying on the table. <laughs> what? I'm like, I told the, I was like, you, the investigators, I told you them, can like, go now. you have to stop this interview. <laughs> I think we have enough information. We we can do what we do. We can make a decision. We you can do all, all that. You had all the information. But Put your I shirt felt on. Put your shirt on. And he was, I mean, he was so apologetic and like, I'm sorry, we just, I've disappointed you. And I mean, not, he was, it wasn't a, it was a situation. It's like you felt so bad for him, but he was just so stressed and anxious because he was caught that, yeah, he was just undressing. He was like, took his shirt off, tank top off, all of it. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, now everyone's funny. uncomfortable, right? <laughs> and now like, I, I, we can't be accused of certain things. So we got to end this now. But yeah, that's kind of the one that's the most memorable. The rest were just, you know, just idiotic. Like you said, like the leaders stealing. And, you know, over the years, I had to fire like people who are pretty high up for like always corporate buying dinner yeah. on their corporate mm-hmm. card with their spouse. And like, hey, when you actually go and scrutinize and like hold this person accountable, you're like, why were you eating at the same restaurant every Wednesday night, like in your hometown? Right. For $200. What clients were you seeing? Yeah. You weren't. You weren't. Yeah, right. And that's sad because you just ruined a whole career over a freaking $200 dinner that you could have afforded yourself. Yeah, just Um, really unethical stuff. I think that those are the total extremes, but I think that there also are employees from hell that are just kind of like they seem to go under the radar. Those are the worst employees from hell. I was going to say that. total hell. That is, for me, the worst. Because you can't get out of it. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. hell is where you're stuck forever. And you can't so. make a change. The poor guy who's like half undressed on the table. That's an easy one. Yeah. You're like, he was he was yeah, leaving that's us purgatory. That yes. Yeah. Hell, hell. You're stuck forever. And yes, those employees are awful. So like, you know, people that are like egotistical too. I mean, those are a little bit easier to deal with. But egotistical behavior like machismo, um, like me Never first, listen to I, anyone I else. no team always takes credit for other people or work that work that other people are doing. Like those are employees from hell. Mm-hmm. The ones I think are terrible to deal with are the ones that are just liars. Like they manipulate situations. They, you know, I've worked with so many people over the years that I'm like, that is bullshit. That is not <laughs> what happened. That you know. That is not how that occurred. I'm that doesn't even sound real. But the person above you thinks you're great, so they believe you. And I'm sitting in a meeting like, I doubt that that's what happened. But the great part about you is you're a liar. you literally would say that. You would say that does not sound remotely accurate. And I that do. is radical I candor. Say it all the time. And you know what? And that puts them like, like in a place a where they have far-fetched. to think about maybe they've convinced themselves, right? Maybe they're not like an out maybe they don't mean to be a liar, but yeah. they they're trying to you know, it's the imposter syndrome and they're trying to like look really good for their boss who's paying them all this money that maybe they don't feel they deserve. Um, or maybe they're outright lying, like who knows, but calling them on it is best thing that you can do for them in the company. Yeah. Or the yeah, yeahers. Do you know those people? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, stop for one minute, look me in the eyes and do you hear what I'm asking you to do rather than just being so dismissive. I, I think that that can really per- permeate into a team as well too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> right. Like, but you can tell, like, they, they don't agree with you. They're yeah. probably not going to do what you told them to do either. And they're just yes, yes, the yes. No. Yeah, the yes yeah. And it's really dismissive. But they, I feel like they are kind of imposters as well, too, right? They're not yeah. doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then if you bring it up to them, they're just dismissive and kind of egotistical. I, I Dealt with those recently, it seems like. Oh, my gosh. What about this, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. bully? You know, bully is probably a word that's overused, but, like, this um, disrespectful or abusive behavior by somebody. I had, I had one specific location that I was had an assignment at, and the whole place was, like, the year from hell, basically. I was like, <laughs> can I get promoted now? Because I'm quitting otherwise. Um and I remember the abusive bullying. Oh, my God. There was just a lot of very entitled, very tenured employees in that location. There was wonderful ones, too, of course. But the handful of the very tenured, entitled ones seemed to take up all of my time and attention. And I remember that year, there was a lot of injuries, a lot of things happening. And two of the ones that were already these kind of just like curmudgeon miserable people to be around in general, were both people who got injured, right? And Yay! Yeah. It was like uh, the one I think fell or tripped when she was like grabbing something and was on a step stool or something kind of like fell backwards like off of it or whatever. That's her fault. She probably like, you know, it's an accident. Did you have to write a trips an and accident, hazards right? policies like and procedures? Happened. You would have thought, I, remember, 900 employees in this location, I was one HR manager. You would have thought I was down in her department and I pushed her off of this ladder <laughs> the way she treated me because she called my office. She didn't say who it was. She's just screaming into the phone at me to get down to her department. I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Like, what is happening here? But yeah, you would have thought I pushed her off that ladder. And the other one was like that too. She came in and she like, she, she, <laughs> just she you was pushing taking, someone off a ladder. She was taking like an electrical cord out of a socket or something. And she probably shouldn't have been touching it because it was a little like ratted, you know? And um, <laughs> so and she, she got electrocuted, which was oh terrible. Like not great right. of an injury. She threw it at me, the electrical cord. She threw it at me. Like it was my fault that it was plugged into that wall. Again, these are just employees that work in a very large three-floor store that I'm the HR manager for. They're not my employees. Yeah. Like, like, you would have thought know. I went down there and then I forced her to <laughs> unplug that electrical. Put your finger right there. Like I said, dog dare you know you. what? Why don't you just put your finger in that socket? That's, that's, I'm like, what in the world? Those were the ones just miserable. <laughs> I think about like destructive um, and like abusive language and behavior to like employees to leaders, like some kind of uh, entitlement, maybe because maybe it's back to the brilliant jerk thing, but like doing a good job and like it's kind of like that mug that people or the, you know, there used to be patches on backpacks like I'm a bitch and like I'm like proud of that. I never really understood that, um, but it's kind of that kind of behavior where it's like, well, I'm going to stand up and tell you what I think. But it's like, but wait a second, you're an employee here. You're right, getting paid right. to do a job. Yeah, I want your feedback in a constructive, professional manner so I can make this a great place to work for you, but also like put your head down and work and stop trying to be like some kind of vigilante yeah, advocate yeah. that's not needed here. I used mm -hmm. to tell employees if they wanted an application for management, I could get them one. A hundred percent. I tell people all the, apply for the job. I like, used to be like, well, I'll put you on the list for the next like developing leaders class yeah. or whatever. Cause it sounds like 
you think you could be doing a better job than everybody the else. The best part is like that. when people would complain about the CEO making some kind of money and it's like, well, you know, he he worked his way into that job. He applied for that job. He makes that money because he does, he probably works 24-7, so does right. his family around the clock. I feel like, do you want that do job? Do you want that job? Probably terrible. You could go <laughs> make that, you could make $40 million, but you got to do that job and you got to apply for that job and earn that job. He doesn't just make it because he like magically landed in the right, role. Right, right. But I think you're right. I mean, the way with employees, you know, that are like that, it's like we want your feedback, but it's not just because that's the way you might say it in your life outside of work doesn't mean that's appropriate way to speak to someone here. Right. So I always got that a lot. Like, this is just the way I I talk to people. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I mean, that might work for you many places, but it doesn't work here because your tone is pretty undesirable and we're not gonna it's hard to listen to you when you're screaming right and when you're saying words that I don't think are super professional right so it's like I I can I can get through that but I have to know that you're actually willing and based on your body language and your tone it doesn't seem like that's actually what you're looking for is to give us constructive feedback it looks like you're kind of looking to challenge us and fight with us so which one is it yeah I mean, I think we're going to have to have like a whole nother episode on employees from hell because <laughs> as soon as we walk away from the mics today, we're going to be like, oh, oh yeah, should have talked about remember like this, 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 and this. So we definitely got to do that. But I mean, if you have an employee from hell, you're like listening to this, you're like, oh yeah, that's exactly how she acts. What should you do? The first and foremost is to nip bad behavior in the bud early. Don't yes. let it fester because if right. it does, the problem just gets worse and worse and worse. And that entitlement, yeah. Yeah. oh, it just gets worse. So sometimes you just have okay. to really – and also it sets the stage too. So other people are watching you. If you're the manager listening to this, other people are watching you. So if you let something go far too long, they're, they're, your employees are watching that and they don't maybe trust your leadership if you let something go that long. Um, so nip it in the bud is my advice. Yeah, I think my advice would be to get specific, right? Like you've got to actually take take a step back, look at the situation, and every behavior does have a characteristic behind it or something that's happening. You know, we can get a little more definitive, right? So, so many times we get managers coming and they're just like, they're just bad. They're hard to manage. And you're like, what does that mean? What What's happened? Yeah. What are the specific incidents? And like you said, if we're addressing them as they happen, then it's a lot easier than if we just, you know, after three months, we're like, I'm so tired of managing this yeah. person, right? And then They're you have exhausting. to think back to the incidents. And then, you know, that employee, to be fair to them, like, well, we should have addressed it then, right? What we've allowed and tolerated, we're basically saying this is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, and then all of a sudden we're pulling the rug out from them, we're saying this isn't acceptable. And they say, well, I've been acting like this for five right. years and no one's ever said anything to me. Right. Like, and then it's shocking why is when it they do. now? Mm-hmm. Right. You know. But yeah, that's what I would say is you're right. Dealing with it Dealing and with then it not tolerating bad behavior ultimately you do all the right things you give them the feedback before that new manager comes in for that role do them a solid and just get rid of that employee from hell um don't pass the buck don't let that person move to another department um if they truly are an employee from hell deal with it yourself have a little managerial courage yeah even if they are the brilliant jerk and they're doing wonderful sometimes it seems scary to let that yeah. person go. But if you let that person go, it's crazy how the rest of the team 
once you remove that kind of toxic toxicity, yeah, everyone kind of rallies and this team gets stronger. Yeah. And in your mind you're thinking, oh, it's such a risk to do that because they really perform or or they're doing, you know, such great things with this client of ours. But honestly, it will help the whole team if you do that. Yeah. Everyone is replaceable. Everyone. Everyone can be replaced. So it's like even I, I think all those years, you know, keeping someone just because they were a top performer and like letting things slide. Mm-hmm. It's like it, we can replace that person. And if you don't feel like you can replace them yourself, then you should call the HR group and they can help you replace the person. <laughs> so get them out, get a new one in. Um, an employee from heaven. So anyway, let's wrap it up. That's employees from hell. And we're going to do employees from hell part two. Uh, coming up pretty soon. So stay tuned for that episode. Hope you enjoyed. Make sure you take check out Leith HR Group at LeithHRGroup.com. Follow us on all the socials. We're on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Where else are we? TikTok. We got a couple like somewhat viral uh, hits out there from HR Nightmares. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next episode.